This is the Deity Podcast with your host, Nicolette Hoffman. And your host, Victoria Voges. Deity is a destination where we bridge the polarized world of health and where we have candid discussions navigating the diverse terrain of modern health science. Our goal is to empower everyone to be their own healer and to exercise their intuition in order to take their health into their own hands and live a juicy, magical life. By treating our bodies to delicious, incredible food, raising the baseline, and expanding the capacity of our nervous systems, we believe every person has the ability to move beyond all limitations and truly thrive. By tuning in, your transformation begins. Enjoy the ride. Hey, Tori. Hey, hey, Nico. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Doing, doing really well. I'm doing a lot better. Yeah, tell us about it. Well, I kind of was a little, a lot debaucherous <laughs> over the last couple of weeks because, you know, as you know, we moved homes <laughs> and um, I c- wasn't able to cook in my kitchen as much as I wanted to, nor did I have the energy for, and uh, I ate a lot of naughty things. And maybe we'll talk about it. <laughs> maybe we won't. <laughs> but we I was definitely really... talk about it. Okay, wait, we gotta talk about it. <laughs> but it was very naughty, and it feels just really good coming back into my regular like diet, treating my body really well, having foods that give me a lot of energy and make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, so important. But also important to you know listen to your life circumstances and to what your life allows for in each, you know, change of season. And this was such a big one for you. And obviously, um, I live with you as well. So we were both going through that transition, but you were literally leaving the home that you've had for the past five years, four years, four years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Um, should I tell everyone what (laughs) I've been eating? (laughs) So I may or may have not eaten a whole Domino's pizza and a half. <laughs> I can't even. Um, I may or may have not eaten like tiny bag of Doritos. Um, you ate it. Yeah, I, I ate it. Yeah. I did. I had a Coca-Cola. Actually, half a Coke. It was Mexican Coke. It was so good. Um Negronis once a day, minimum, maybe twice. (laughs) Lots of wine. And um, just like the regular coffee. Um, Yeah, the regular coffee, like one cup a day. And and I guess it's not so bad. Yeah, and two... Oh, uh, Oh, burritos. Two chili cheese burritos. Two chili cheese burritos. No regrets. Oh, pastries pastries um a baguette and some cheese <laughs> Wait, that was a long time ago was it yeah that was a while ago okay never mind yeah that wasn't on our that wasn't on this uh oh, okay that was like a month ago last week and a half uh bender that we've been on okay okay <laughs> so it was a pretty extreme bender um i definitely noticed my face puffy and i definitely noticed like my energy slumped like it was like thinking about something i had to do like moving boxes and just having a big move in general like made me feel exhausted just thinking about it 
and um, I'm already feeling so much better just having a day where I eat like a salad and quinoa and soup. Yeah. Like I actually woke up feeling so much more energy today and it feels so good. And yeah, like you said, I think, yeah, it's really, really great to like give into those things and, and recognize the seasons that we're in and to enjoy life because life is meant to be enjoyed, including all the fun, naughty things. And I, I think it's equally as important to like come back from that and not get stuck in that and to make like make taking care of your body a sustainable thing Mm. to really like practice it and okay yes we have seasons of going crazy but to have that practice that you come back to meditating and drinking coffee and taking your adaptogens and eating salads and soups and things like that like make make that be your home like you're like you're like coming home okay so yeah you go on vacation to europe for the summer and you eat all the burrata in the world and pasta (laughs) and pizza Mm. and wine and negronis and martinis and then you come home and you're literally coming home to your body too like feeding yourself really well and nurturing yourself and actually in our beta groups it's the same thing where people are like I travel and it's really hard to stay on the wagon when I'm traveling and then I come home and it's so much easier and I feel so good and it's almost like refreshing it's not this like daunting like oh I can't believe I have to eat a salad people are really excited about it and I am too like I, I actually really love it, it feels so good mm. <clears throat> yeah yes to all of that um for anyone wondering I also ate all those things <laughs> <laughs> no regrets and literally none and I think that you and I talked about this but yes I noticed a difference and at the same time I actually still felt somewhat normal because of how much energy we were putting out with the move and with everything going on in our lives um we needed more calories and more like um substantial things now could we have done that with other things yeah sure but also I really felt like for whatever reason we really needed to just let completely go and give our body what it wanted in the moments that we were tired and didn't want to cook and yeah Domino's pizza was accessible and we were both like yeah let's just do it so it was so good (laughs) and it was delicious Domino's pizza here in Mexico (laughs) it's completely different I truly never thought that I would eat Domino's pizza again in my life and then I came here and I had it once and I was like oh my gosh yeah it's something magical so good it's really good and and also to note that when you do come back to home base and I love that you said that because it is home base it's like it's where you always come back to you still have the sprinkle of negronis and maybe some you know potato trips made with avocado oil or whatever it is like my birthday is on the saturday and we're nicolette's making me a cake so obviously a real cake a real cake with real with eggs and sugar and cream cheese so obviously you still have those sprinkles of um those foods in there and that's okay it's just not the downpour that sometimes um at least i engage in and i don't know if our listeners can relate at all but 
it's so important to listen because when we we were done we were like really done and we were like okay like it's it's time now like to Do come you know back what was the nail in the coffin what was it a giant cheeseburger oh my god <laughs> oh, we forgot to all right that. nicolette made us these double double <laughs> cheeseburgers um <laughs> they were amazing they were really good they were really good, but it was really put us in. I think it was the moment, and we were really excited for them. Like, we had been kind of saying that that was going to be, like, the thing that we ate, but then we just ate a bunch of other stuff in the meantime le- leading up to the burgers. But when we ate the burgers, we were both like, okay, I think uh, my body is now, like, saying no. Yeah, I was and, like, I am full of fat, and I'm done. And I'm Thank done. <laughs> and we listened to that. And then the next day, we went back into soups and salads and quinoa and veggies. And it feels mm-hmm. so good, you know? It mm-hmm. feels um, really amazing to always have that baseline, and which is also what our betas are really about, is teaching be- people how to create and cultivate that baseline for themselves so they know how to come back when they do go off on vacation, so to speak, whether it's real vacation or Mm -hmm. they're just engaging in a weekend of debauchery, which uh, we do too. So Mm -hmm. anyone who has that um, story that Nicolette and I maybe don't do any of this, we absolutely do. Like we... We fully engage. Oh, yeah. It's no secret. <laughs> I don't hide it. I mean, I don't think I do either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I post I post everything that – mostly everything that we have on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You definitely posted the cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think so many people consider it like falling off the wagon, and I still really get that term. And at the same time, like it's just living life. Like it's just – it's – I don't necessarily relate to it as like, oh, we fell off the wagon. Like, it's just part of life. Like, what if, what if it wasn't like I fucked up and like fell off? But what if it was just like, that's what I needed at the time. And Mm. now I'm reverting to what I need now. It's true. There's so much judgment around um, eating and falling off the wagon, quote unquote, that it almost makes you feel bad when you are indulging and what's worse than indulging is like feeling bad when you're indulging exactly and we all need to indulge because if we don't then we're gonna feel deprived and we're gonna actually binge later on whether it be a week down the line a month down the line a couple years down the line it always happens there's Mm -hmm. like this like extreme situation because the pendulum if you're in it is going to swing the other way yeah so like remaining neutral and releasing that judgment and just letting yourself be and also letting other people be and just you know i think in the health community there's a lot of judgment and it's it's really it creates like a really icky situation in the body because you have these hormones that make you feel bad and then your body is literally going to make that association in your mind whereas if you were eating and like you know going a little bit crazy having your debaucherous moments and you were feeling good about it your body's gonna have a completely different reaction to Mm -hmm. it as well and um you're actually going to be able to assimilate the nutrients from all the naughty foods you were eating like there still is nutrient content even though i mean don't get me wrong it's completely different but your body will actually be able to use the energy in a productive way and it's like gonna be like you never even skipped a beat you're just gonna okay we're coming back home we're you know coming back home to myself and my the diet that makes me feel better best in my own body and you know what that is for you 
and everyone's mm. different and um yeah there's just so much judgment like we gotta let that shit go yeah like judging ourselves judging other people like it's and when you're judging other people you're really just judging yourself absolutely 100 percent. we're just mirrors i'm a really really big fan of the whole concept that um context really does matter meaning mm. like especially with food any type of scenario that's going to cause you more like when you go to a family event or a friend's house and maybe there's a bunch of food there that you wouldn't normally eat but then if you're stressed about it like Mm -hmm. you really are creating that environment to where your body is going to not be able to absorb the nutrients relate to the nutrients in a way that like they're bad for you yeah and whereas if you can relate instead to the scenario of like okay is this sitting down at my friend's house and enjoying a meal with them, even if it's not food that I would normally eat? Can I relate to this in a way that it's actually providing me nutrients in more than one way? Like my soul is getting fed fed from the relationship I have with these people and the space I'm sharing with these people. Mm. And not only that in an energetic way, but on a physical uh, level as well, like the your body will relate to those nutrients and like receive them mm-hmm, from exactly. the food. So I'm a huge fan of, like, context really does matter, and you have to listen to your body. Obviously, like, I think it's the same as if you go there and you're like, oh, there's bread here, and I know bread is bad, and um, but it's all I have available. Like, what if instead you're like, okay, like, maybe this isn't the way I normally eat, but it's actually feeding me on a different level, mm. and... I'm okay with choosing to eat this in this moment. Mm, totally. Oh my gosh, you know what that reminds me of? Tell me. Um, the first time Victoria and I ever worked together was at a retreat. And I was the chef for the retreat. And Tori was assisting the um, the retreat leader, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the women were like, no gluten, no gluten, no gluten, whatever. But there's some substance you have when you make homemade bread and so I just made it anyway like in case someone wanted (laughs) thank you but like I I made it anyway and time and time again the bread was like completely gone like everyone gobbled up the bread because it was soul food it was this really really grounding ancient presence because that's what bread is it's one of the first foods humans made and invented um Mm. it's alchemical too like you're creating a completely different dish out of like a ground grain it's just so wild and so i think that yeah like in certain circumstances it's such good soul food it's so nourishing it can be so nourishing on so many different levels and mm. it's okay maybe that okay you got a little bit of inflammation and bloating from it but like how does your fucking soul feel when you're doing some really deep work yeah in an initiation it's not even a retreat i mean these women were doing some really deep work and so they needed some really grounding substantial food and goddamn bread is so good i really remember that <laughs> i remember every single one of us was like no gluten like yeah in the group chat beforehand we were like <laughs> none of us eat gluten and nicolette puts bread on the table and we're all like oh with like every meal <laughs> yeah and it was so good and we needed it yeah. like we absolutely needed it and i think it helped a lot of women seeing sure. them like go into these places uh, that they've never experienced in their bodies and souls it, like doing work trauma releases 
it's a wild card you don't know where it's gonna take you and you Mm. see some people reverting into their childlike state like what's one thing that you loved having as a kid like toast and bread and things like that like yeah there's just such a nurturing quality to it so if you're going and doing deep things like that oh my gosh bread and butter like and raspberry jam or bread and butter and honey or cinnamon toast yum totally I mean that's just personally my experience but yeah I am I have this saying, it was kind of when I started to eat, um, invite in some gluten again back into my life years ago. And, um, I was very strict for so long. So my family, I would, my mom never understood, like, I don't understand what bread do you eat and what bread don't you eat? And like, (laughs) what is the philosophy here? And I would just be like, mom, is it made with love? Like, that's all I care about. Like, because I want to feel, if I can feel like the craft and the genius of the person who's making the bread or like like lodge bread in LA like you can you guys feel are the best. yeah like you can feel that their bread is made with love that they like treat um their employees that are like happy to be there but if you buy bread from like I don't know a local grocery store like chances are I'm not saying that's oh, there's every no time but like chances are they're not very happy they're not like yeah. thrilled at life that you know um, what I taste what misery and robots totally totally (laughs) so that was always my like I'd be like mom was this bread made with love like Mm -hmm. and you can actually not only do you have to go there and experience it I think you can feel it from just holding like the bread oh totally love is quantifiable yeah or you can even see it like in the bread you can see it in the loaf like okay is that loaf like is it was it that person who made that who created that really like joyful to be where they were oof that's a whole other enchilada too totally talking about restaurants and stuff yeah for sure but oh i love that was it made with love i think i said that at the at the initiation of the time that Mm. me and nicolette were just talking about at the what most people would consider a treat but definitely uh was not (laughs) i think i shared that with everyone i was like look nicolette made this bread with love and like trust me it will do no harm (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? It did not. It did no harm. No, it in actually fact, did some, great wonders. Yeah, it did great wonders, especially yeah. with the, oh my god, chili lime butter. Hello, <gasps> that butter, funky butter too. Wait, what was? The, I think you did like a honey one too. Yeah, yeah, honey butter. That one was so good. I think we had that on the first night with the soup, and I it was like downpouring. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it Magical. was delicious. Truly, so good. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, too. You gotta listen to your body and when to stop at yeah. the same time because yeah. too much of something can be poison as well. For me, I know when to stop because my mouth literally gets raw from eating uh, mostly gluten, but sometimes it will happen with like fermented foods and sometimes it will happen with sugar. I actually really can't do cane sugar, but obviously I do it sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'll notice like I get sores in my mouth like it's kind of like my cheeks and my gums just like kind of fall off on the inside it's super gross it's really actually quite interesting in the moment that she's like tori a piece of my cheek just fell off like, <laughs> like my cheek on like, you, like stick my finger in it like pull it out i'm like there's a piece of my cheek it's so gross so that's when it's like you really gotta put the reins on it nicolette like you gotta chill on that gluten yeah. and so i do because if that's what's happening in the tissue in my mouth imagine what's happening in my guts and on my insides right because it's the same tissue right and um luckily my body has that signal where I can actually feel it. 
and it's something that I can experience consciously whereas like most of the times the the inflammation and things like that that's happening but you can't really see it Mm -hmm. so you have to really get in tune with those signals where your body's like you haven't taken a shit in two days like you gotta stop (laughs) you gotta stop it put down the bread (laughs) yeah I'm a really big fan of and I know there's a lot of hate on like elimination diets but I'm actually a fan of them in the sense that once you clean up your diet and you switch to a more whole foods diet then you can actually tell and notice the way certain foods affect you Mm -hmm, because a lot of the time it's masked if you have a um, heavily processed diet you can't actually tell the way that those foods are affecting you and then once you clean it up you can feel and then you can feel if you like someone in our group said this with ice cream like it wasn't as satisfying when they went and ate ice cream after switching to a whole foods plant-based diet Mm -hmm. and you know it's you really can tell like the effects that these foods are having on you and that's not saying that I like I eat ice cream still and it is satisfying you Mm -hmm. know but maybe just that certain um kind of like the ice cream that they were having maybe it wasn't made with love you know maybe it wasn't made with love exactly maybe they needed salt and straw they for sure you know what when i said that i was thinking salt and straw because you know how i feel about that ice cream it's my favorite ever dude mcconnell's yeah that's good salted chocolate chip cookie okay yum oh my god nicolette and i were honestly craving ice cream today we didn't do it but for a split second we were like "Mm, gelato i actually yeah it's so weird (laughs) i've been Ever since I saw in a friend's story, she had like a chocolate dipped ice cream cone in, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. I got really jealous and I wanted it. But I actually don't, I don't even crave ice cream. But McConnell's, I used to, I used to fuck with that. That was so good. Yeah, I do remember that you're not actually really an ice cream person. I'm not, I'm actually not a sweet person at all. I love ice cream. I really do. (laughs) I, I appreciate it and I get it. Like I, when I used to like be a stoner when I was 18, I would be crushing pints. Oh, yum. (laughs) You know? What was your go-to? Yeah. My go-to was the McConnell's. Okay, that one? Salted chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Delicious. That one was, it's just so absurdly good. I've never had it. It's not too sweet. That's why I really like it. It's like, you could taste the cream in it. Mm. They're from Santa Barbara. They have like, they have a a brick and mortar. I think they still do. They may have closed during COVID actually, now that I'm remembering. I was kind of sad. If I'm remembering correctly. Anyway. I'll get um, it at some point. It's... (laughs) If you guys are going to do it, do it big. It's so good. Do it big. Do it. Anyway, yeah, so I'm back on the I'm back on the bandwagon. I'm back on the wagon. Everything feels good. My mouth is still a little raw. Yeah. <clears throat> but nothing a little glutamine and a couple days of just eating soup can't heal. Yeah, I will <laughs> say today I really noticed actually that I was tired and I do think that it's because now that I'm back to eating the way that I normally do maybe like the effects of the way I was eating kind of um like come come out a little bit if that makes sense Mm, um yeah so I just felt (laughs) a little bit more tired today than normal but I sprang out of bed yeah at at 3 (laughs) a.m I was up since 3 but that's because of the cats but I still woke up and I had so much energy I'm like whoa back at it and i'm like <laughs> i might need to lay you got the detoxy yeah i mean i'm actually dripping sweat under here per usual i saw it on your ankle i know it's like 
Something about <laughs> something about Mexico really makes me sweat. <clears throat> like I never thought I was a sweaty person until I came here, and like suddenly, like I'm really sweaty. Okay, ask and you shall receive. It's because true. Tori literally was like, "I want Mexico to ring me out." She literally said, I said that those like words. ten times. I did. She's like, what I'm envisioning is that I'm going to get wrung out being in Mexico because she was living in San Francisco in the Bay Area where it's very damp and depressing because it's like gray, you know, you get like the granny blues (laughs) (laughs) and then you come to Mexico, you sweat, you get it all out, you get wrung out, you get a suntan, yeah. You get Domino's pizza. You get a couple burritos, a couple Negronis. <laughs> you get to go. You get to go. You're ready for New York City. Oh, New York City. <laughs> Which, just to note, we will be, uh, you know, being a little debaucherous in New York. Oh, I'm I need a bagel. Like a martini a day keeps I'm... the doctor away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm glad to know what I'm in for. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. All right, people. Keep it real, you know? Yeah, and that's what we're, why this was an important episode, because we're just trying to uh, keep it real with y'all. We did eat a Domino's pizza (laughs) each. And we're actually both drinking Negronis right right now. (laughs) And we love you. You know, the sprinkle with it. When you get back to home base, it's still a sprinkle. Yeah. Yeah. And we love you. And we love um, living life. Absolutely. Woo. (laughs) Thank you. Love you. Mwah.